We now present Elder Benjamin de Hoyo's talk, The Work of the Temple and Family History, One and the Same Work, from the 193rd Annual General Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm so grateful for the ongoing building of temples in this dispensation of the fullness of times. Since the early days of the Restoration, faithful saints have made many sacrifices to receive temple ordinances and covenants. Following the great example, in 1975, after many economic sacrifices to travel from Mexico City, my dear wife Evelia and I, being accompanied by our dear parents, were sealed as an eternal husband and wife in the Mesa, Arizona Temple. That day, as we were united by the authority of the priesthood in the house of the Lord, we truly experienced a glimpse of heaven. That experience has permitted to me appreciate much better how after three years of hard work and great sacrifice, the saints in Kirland, Ohio, finally completed their beautiful temple in the spring of 1836, the first in the dispensation. In March of that same year, over a thousand people gathered in the, in the temple and in its entrances for the dedicatory service. The prophet Joseph, Joseph Smith arose to offer the dedicatory prayer, which he had received by revelation. In it, he described many of the extraordinary blessings that are bestowed upon those who worthily enter the temples of the Lord. Then the choir sang the hymn, The Spirit of God, and the congregation stood for the Osana shout with such force that it seemed to raise the roof from the building. One week later, the prophet described the appearance of the Lord in the temple, who said, For behold, I have accepted this house, and my name shall be here, and I will manifest myself to my people in mercy in this house. And the fame of this house shall spread to foreign lands, and this is the beginning of the blessings which shall be poured out upon the heads of my people. After these and other visions, Elijah the prophet, who was taken to heaven without testing death, appeared before the prophet Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery and said, Behold, the time has fully come, which was spoken of by the mouth of Malachi, testifying that he, Elijah the prophet, should be sent before the great and dreadful day of the Lord come to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers, lest the whole earth be smitten with a curse. Therefore the keys of this dispensation are committed into your hands, and by this ye may know that the great and dreadful day of the Lord is near, even at the doors. After the Lord restored the sealing keys to Joseph Smith, the work of salvation on both sides of the veil began in our dispensation. Elder Boy K. Packer thought that this signal event went unheeded by the world 
but it will influence the destiny, the destiny of every soul who has ever lived or ever will live. Things began happening quietly. The church became a temple-building church. In the world, there emerged here and there in a way thought to be spontaneous people, organizations, and societies interested in tracing genealogies. This has all taken place since the appearance of Elijah in the Kirill Temple. From that very day, April 3, 1836, the hearts of the children began to turn to their fathers. Thereafter, ordinances were not tentative, but permanent. The sealing power was with us. No authorization transcends it in value. That power gives substance and eternal permanence to all ordinances performed with proper authority for both the living and the dead. Dear brothers and sisters, the construction and proper use of temples has been in any dispensation a sign of the true Church of Jesus Christ. After the dedication of the Salt Lake Temple in 1893, President Wilford Woodruff encouraged the members of the Church to find the records of their ancestors and to record their genealogy by going as far as back possible in order to bring their names into the Temple and perform the ordinances of salvation and exaltation. One year later, 1894, the same President Woodruff oversaw the creation of the Genealogical Society of Utah. One hundred years later, in 1994, Elder Russell M. Nelson, then a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, said, Events of that historic year established family history research and temple service as one work in the church. Dear brothers and sisters, the Lord encourages us as members of his church to preserve our own family history, to learn from our ancestors, and to make the necessary arrangements for them to receive the ordinances of the gospel in the temples, to help them to progress along the covenant path, which will bless them with an eternal family. That is a central focus of the plan of our Heavenly Father, uniting family for this life and for eternity. To those of you who do not feel capable of doing this work, you should know that you are not alone. We can all turn to the tools that the Church has prepared and that are found in the family search centers, which we used to know as family history centers. These family search centers have been designed so that almost everyone, with little help, can find their ancestors' information and organize it properly so that they can take it to the house of the Lord. Please, Contact the family history consultants in your ward or branch who will guide you every step of the way. As we follow the guidance of the prophets, 
and learn how to do our family history and perform the temple ordinances for our ancestors, we will experience great joy to the point that, he, that we will not want to stop doing it. The Spirit will flood our hearts, awaken our faculties to do it, and guide us as we search for the name of our ancestors. But let us remember that family history is more than just looking for names, dates, and places. It is uniting families and feeling the joy that comes from extending to them the ordinances of the gospel. I love the inspired teaching of our beloved prophet, President Russell M. Nelson, who has said, and I quote, The temple lies at the center of strengthening our faith and spiritual fortitude, because the Savior and His doctrine are the very heart of the temple. Everything taught in the temple through instruction and through the Spirit increases our understanding of Jesus Christ. His essential ordinances bind us to Him through sacred priesthood covenants. Then, as we keep our covenants, He endows us with His healing, strengthening power and reputation. Certainly, the work of the temple and family history are one and the same work in the Church. I testify to these truths. I know this is the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior and Redeemer, to whom we remember and venerate at this Easter time. I know He loves us, and when we keep our covenants and put our confidence in Him, He endows us with His healing and strengthening power. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. You have been listening to Elder Benjamin de Hoyos speaking at the Saturday afternoon session of the General Conference of the Church, April 2023.